I'm Bronin, host of Real Texas Radio Podcast. Are you sick of flag and founding fathers worshiping talk radio? Check out Real Texas Radio Podcast for Texas local and national news with a different conservative view. New episodes weekly or more. I'm Bronin. Check out Real Texas Radio Podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. I want to start off today just by saying I'm not going to talk about the horrible, horrible shooting in Texas. And I've got nothing to add. I don't know what to say. What, What is the answer? Do you know the answer? Take away all the guns. Every single American with a weapon, report to your local police precinct immediately to turn over your gun. Is that the answer? I don't know what you want me to say. It's horrible. These young men, it's always a young man, let's be honest. These young men, they're very troubled. They have access to weapons. It looks like this young man in Texas went out and bought guns as soon as he could at the age of 18. In most other cases, the guns are illegally acquired. I will say this, though. There were how many police at that scene? How many standing around, milling about, preventing parents from going in to rescue their children? The parents had the bravery and courage. In fact, apparently one mother, she did. She scaled the fence. She ran in and she got her children. And the police who were armed, they were too afraid to go into the building. And you know what? I am not... Uh, that's not a uh, criticism, okay? Because do you think you'd run into a building with a gunman, even if you were armed? Would you do that? Be serious with yourself now. But this is how scary these people are with a gun, that the police across multiple agencies, municipal, and my understanding, there were Border Patrol, there may have been some state police there, multiple trained people trained to use weapons, had probably had to draw their weapon in situations before many of them, they feared going into that school. One 18-year-old kid with a weapon scared these highly trained police from going into that building. So I'm just going to say that. After previous school shootings, I have heard solutions like give the kids bulletproof backpacks or give them training so they know how to weaponize things that are around them, fire extinguishers, staplers, scissors, active shooter drills. Doesn't it all sound crazy? You know, I was a teacher for seven years, and I was a teacher in Dallas for a number of those years, and we had to do active shooter drills. Even in Mississippi, we did them, where we'd have to lock the classroom door and get all the kids to hide as best they could under the desks. And it was it was very awkward, and it was very nerve-wracking. And do you think that kids should have to do that? I understand that if school shootings are a reality, and they have been for the last 20-plus years, that you can't just do nothing. But it seems insane. But again... What is the solution? You know, one of my former students when I was in Dallas, he ended up, he brought a gun into school and somebody let him in the back door. He didn't go to school that day. I don't know what kind of a gun he had, 
but there there was no tragedy. It didn't make it into the news. He didn't come in for a mass shooting. It was a more of I, I don't know if it was a gang thing or he did have somebody in mind apparently. Okay, I I didn't even get all the details. But it, as far as I could see, this kid wasn't crazy. I didn't see any red flags. He was for the most part docile. He wasn't very studious, but there was nothing I saw in the kid that made me think that he'd bring a weapon into school. The libs love to point to nearly every other country in the world where guns are not permitted among the general public. You can't go out and buy an AK-47 or you can't go out and buy a handgun. And like Australia, the, the white libs, they love Australia and they love New Zealand. They think they're perfect cultures that should be held up as a model for the rest of the world. You know what I'm going to tell you, though? In Australia, if you weren't wearing a mask, you could have been arrested just pretty recently. And the lockdown, it was a lockdown. It wasn't like what it was in the U.S. And you know what? I'm not saying that the Second Amendment is is the sole differentiator there. But you know what? We are an armed citizenry. And it is for protection against a an eventual government takeover okay it it's it's a check and balance for the government if they get a little bit too enthralled with the idea of power over the citizenry and i understand that shootings are commonplace and they're much more common out in the streets and among individuals than mass shootings but obviously when the body count racks up that's what gets the press but shootings are common you know even just in dallas i had a friend visit me a couple of years ago and he asked me hey is dallas a safe place and you know what i said yeah sure i I, it's safe i mean i live here and he just googled the crime and the first thing that came up i think he was he came and visited it was like the first weekend in june and the first article that popped up 40 murders in Dallas. Uh, This was in 2019 in the month of May. Cities like New Orleans, Baltimore, Chicago, they rank among some of the most dangerous cities in the world if you're comparing by violent crime and gun violence. They're right up there with the major cities in Brazil, the hotspots in Mexico. Did you know that? But this kid... Ramos, 18 years old, he shot his grandmother. He shot his own grandmother. What kind of a sicko do you have to be to shoot your grandmother, even if your grandmother is terrible? How could you do that? I have no idea, but you know what? They'll come up with all of the reasons now. He was posting on social media, threats and guns or the violent video games, or he was radicalized somehow. I I have no idea. But you know what? Young men, ages like 15 or 16 to the age of 25, they are aggressive, the vast majority of them. For the most part, that aggression is coming out in the form of drinking or partying too much or just doing stupid teenage nonsense. But... You know that most people who are in prison, it's men. They committed a violent crime, 
like they assaulted somebody with a weapon or murder or something along those lines, okay? It's not like the liberals try to tell you. It's just a bunch of people who were smoking weed on their lazy boy in the living room and some big bad white sheriff came in and ripped them and took them away to prison for the rest of their life. No, that's not who is in jail. Most people in jail, it's men. They did something bad when they were a kid before their brain was fully developed or they were in their early 20s. And especially if they're a person of color or they're in a red state and they weren't of financial means, then they probably got the book thrown at them. And they got this long prison sentence that lasts well into adulthood. And the vast majority of them, 90% of them, even if they're aggressive, crazy young men, by the time they hit their late 20s or by the age of 30, they've chilled out. But by then, it's too late. They've messed up their lives. And reintegrating into society after a long prison stint is very difficult. So I started off saying I wasn't going to talk about the massacre in Uvalde, Texas. And yet here I am blabbing on about it. But while I'm on the subject, I will say this. The Democrats now, the, the more progressive, the louder they are. They're screaming about common sense gun control. Well, you know what? The Democrats, the same ones, they also just passed a $40 billion package to go to Ukraine. They have no problem arming the Ukrainian people. That's fine. And before this $40 billion, I think they've given several other billion dollars to Ukraine. Yes, they have. And do you think that there was a common sense clause attached to any of those funds? I think you know the answer to that. So you know what? Go ahead. You want to pass l common sense gun legislation, whatever that means. They don't define what that means. So I don't know what that means. Sometimes you hear background checks. You know what? In most places, there is a background check and there is a waiting period for a gun. You know what? In the state of New Hampshire, there's tons of guns. Do you hear about a lot of mass shootings in New Hampshire? Or what about the state of Maine? Do you hear much going on there? Or what about South Dakota or North Dakota? Do, do you hear about many mass shootings, even though many people have guns in those states? Idaho? There are all kinds of gun laws on the books already, just like there are all kinds of immigration laws on the books, just like there are all kinds of drug laws on the books. And all these other kinds of laws that many of the DAs in the blue states have decided that they're not going to enforce anymore. So that's an argument about a lot of things. Why don't we just enforce the laws that we do have? Now, I understand that this kid in Texas, he legally purchased firearms. He was an adult. He was 18. You know what? Most of the time in these gun violence and gun deaths, most of the time, it's criminals. It's people who are not allowed to have a gun that are going out and doing the killing. They're finding guns anyway. You know, one of the common criticisms from the right is that, well, why don't we just look at Chicago or D.C. or any of these other blue cities where there are tons of violent gun deaths? They have very strict gun laws. It's my understanding it's virtually impossible to purchase a gun if you're a resident of D.C. 
In any case, I don't know what's going to happen here. We are now getting into the summer and our legislatures who already do very little, they're going to be doing even a lot less as the hot weather and the swamp really heats up. But it does look like the senator from Texas, John Cornyn, he might cave a little bit. He might give that across-the-aisle support that Democrats uh, love to talk about all the time. And maybe they'll get some other repubs. I I don't know if they're going to get any legislation passed. I'm doubtful. This crisis of the week, I'm sorry to call it that, but that's what it is now. That's what we do in this country. We have a crisis of the week. Often the crisis doesn't even last a week anymore. But it, it may just kind of fade, and, and there won't be any gun legislation. You know, why Why is this one different from Parkland? Why is this one different from Buffalo? Why is this different from how many mass shootings have there already allegedly been this year? Joe Biden and Jill Biden, they arrived in Texas on Sunday to comfort the morning families in Uvalde. I'm I'm sure they'll be quite comforted. Okay, I'm sorry. That was uh, nasty. Of course, he had to come to Texas just like he had to go to Buffalo. And, And any president would really have to in this situation. I couldn't help but notice that when Joe Biden and Jill, it looked like they were on the tarmac or they were walking off of the plane. Joe Biden was in a mask, not Jill, though. And you know, I, I I don't know. Is he sick? Is that why he's in a mask? Is there a reason why people are still wearing masks today? And if you're sick, shouldn't you be at home? Or is he perhaps just because he's a uh, cardinal or a, a bishop in the Church of Covetology, he still needs to show the remaining faithful parishioners that he is uh, practicing the faith? He drove me totally nuts, like during any appearances or the debates with Trump, when he would come out on the stage with a mask, and I know Trump would ridicule him about it, but Biden would make this ceremonial practice about taking the mask off, these huge, exaggerated gestures. And he he looked like such a fool, just like everybody looked like such a fool for two years wearing a mask. But... A lot of the politicians and the diplomats worldwide, they're still wearing them. They, they all get together and they're all wearing the mask, it, keeping up the big show for the dumb masses that we are. But even if the Democrats are able to cobble together some kind of legislation, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to be more words, more red tape, me- totally meaningless. I, you know, what if they did even get something passed like – psychiatric evaluations, particularly for young men. What if they did something like that? If you are 18 to, I don't know, 25, you want to purchase a gun, you need to get a psychiatric evaluation. Well, how about this? What if it has to be funded by the taxpayers? If we have enough to issue $100 billion in COVID fraud scam money, as we did, and we have $40 billion, according to the Democrats, 
to just whisk over to Ukraine to give them all guns. And, and I don't think they had any restrictions on that one. And that's after we passed the $7 billion. And I think there was another few hundred million dollars in there as well. And, you know, that's all going on without the taxpayers even paying attention. The Democrats are just passing stuff like this all the time. So, you know what? If you want to add any red tape to getting guns into the hands of law-abiding citizens, then I'm going to propose that the government needs to pay for that, right? Just like you don't have to pay for voting, which is your right, then the Second Amendment, that that's your right, then the government needs to step up and pay for any of these restrictions. I'm not holding my breath. Anyway, I'm Bronin. Thanks for listening. This is Real Texas Radio Podcast.